Hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 301. I'm Brando. I'm here with Reiner. We're going to kick off spring by starting a brand new arc. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. We're back with a new season of, like, weather. Yes. spring now. Yes. A brand new arc where we're going to talk about some of the super secret secrets of Commander that you've always wondered about but were afraid to ask. But before we get to explaining any of that, we have to thank our official business daddies, FusionGamingOnline.com. Who's going to follow me on Twitter right away? They're your source for all your gaming needs. Probably won't follow you. I know, but I'm going to keep pushing until they do. Well, you know what? They don't follow me either. Well, that's their loss. Well, here's the thing. Their loss and ours, your gain if you use CCO Spring promo code. Pew, 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 <laughs> Got there. 5% off of your order and... I, we've been remiss not to mention because editor Joe does a really good job of, of doing like an overlay of us with Fusion's website when we, when we say this. Like an overlay that you could see if you're watching on YouTube? Yes. That's, that's the, why you fucking should be. That's the exact kind. He does an overlay that shows like the deal of the week for the week that the, this episode airs Neat. every week. And you can use CCO Spring in combination with the things that are on sale for the deal of the week. And it's usually like somewhere between 10 to 20% off of all planeswalkers or all jumpstart cards or whatever. And then you can get another 5% off. On cards you're going to buy anyway? If you're going to buy them anyways, you might as well save like 25%. Yeah. And help you help the show out too. That's really good. Mm -hmm. Yes. Really good. And yeah, great for the show. Great that Fusion knows that their partnership with CCO is a dang old good one. It certainly is. I got an order yesterday, and it was a prophetic timing, really good timing, because I just played my Stax Traxa list at EDH&M. Maybe we'll talk about more of that later in the arc or in the show. Who knows? Yep. And I had recently put the Secret Lair Phyrexians in that deck. Secret Lair Phyrexians. The ones with all the Phyrexians. Yeah. And then I played two of them, Mm -hmm. and... I remembered what Elishnorn did. Oh, Elishnorn, yep. Yeah, that's bastard. I very rarely play the green one, the OG green one, Vorinclex. You are a piece of trash. Well, sometimes you just need to kill the squirrel player and turn off the storm player, and that's a really good way to do both. Mm-hmm. And all four of us, between the four of us, couldn't remember what else Vorinclex did. It doubles your mana, and it makes their mana not untap the next untap phase. It freezes them for a turn. But it does other stuff. Trample. D- we didn't remember that. <laughs> it's got to be trample. Because the other one has trample and haste. Like, does it have trample or just trample and haste? So we have to like look it up, and it's all tedious. And so I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to cut them, and I'm going to put my original ones back in. Oh. And, and is, is, is the original one at least foil? Yes. Oh, okay. Except good. thank for, goodness. Except for Vorinclex, because I didn't have full Vorinclex, oh. but I do now, thanks to FusionGamingOnline.com, the support we have garnered from the nation, getting us so that they will supply us with stupid cards like that, and special promo code CCO Spring saving me five percent off. So you're saying that the reason you're running, still running OG Vorinclex, is. Because of Fusion, because of CCO Nation. So really, it's CCO Nation's fault that you play Vorinclex? Yes. Oh. Yeah. You guys did this. 
Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. and bunch, I run the other Vorn clicks too. Bunch of bastards. <laughs> Both Jenga taxes. <laughs> I just Children. saw. I just saw a bald eagle fly over that way. Pretty cool, man. They're so big, hey. Yeah, they're they're really big birds. Big birds kind of make me uncomfortable when I really think about them because, like, they have those weird hollow bones and they got and, those giant claws, right? Like they're sharp and they're scary. Yes, and like I don't know, birds are crazy, man. They got tongues that wrap around their brains and. Ooh. Yeah, there's a woodpecker that lives in my neighborhood, and it's probably my favorite part of every morning because I see him every morning hammering on a different telephone pole. Yeah. And I, I'm assuming he's digging for grubs. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, except grubs don't live in telephone poles because they're soaked in hydrocarbons. <laughs> yeah, but they're fun to watch because <laughs> they kind of hop around real fast. Yeah, And they yeah. smash it with their face. Speaking, Hey, speaking of getting smashed with the face and, and woodpeckers, peckers oh. in general, really, I still have smashed asshole throat syndrome. Uh-huh. But, but what it is is it's not, it's not my throat isn't a, a smashed asshole. It's like some giant dink like twice the size of the microphone which you'd see if you're watching on youtube mm-hmm. just like karate chopped my throat oh yes that's yeah. what happened it was like four weeks ago yeah. still um you, still recovering you got your neck karate you got your neck tanya hardinged by some <laughs> fantastical weed i don't man. know what that means but that well, yes tanya harding she like smashed that lady's leg or got her leg smashed is that is that is that the lady who um you know like the, the Stephen King novel where she ties the guy's feet and smashes him with the sledgehammer so he can't get away he's got to write a book for her no that's some other thing I don't remember the name of that but I do remember that book that's misery that's the name of that movie misery oh. but no it, it was like a real thing it's like an Olympic figure skater and then she was like doing real good and her opponent was like oh, I can't beat her so she literally beat her in the leg with a lead pipe oh. Yeah, everybody out there saying it. There's a picture of it on YouTube because Joe knows who we're talking about. There was a mini series or a movie made about it. No way. Where like you saw how kooky she was and her husband was a crazy person. And now that's my throat. Yeah. Oh wow. Well. Mm-hmm. Good news. Good news for everybody. <laughs> yeah. I'm, at least I'm not going to the Olympics. <laughs> not for throat. <laughs> oh, don't Google no. that. The Olympics of throating. Ah. Uh, should we check? Look at the show. Yeah, notes? let's check the show okay. notes. This is uh, that's not where we wanted to end up. Nope. New arc. New arc. New arc. The arc of the secrets of Commander. Yeah. Pretty um secretive name. Kind of new Capenna sounding. Hey, like we got like like CCO's the criminal underbelly of Magic the Gathering content creation. Well, we are. And and uh, we've got the secrets that you need. We have got the good stuff, man. Yeah, we're like that. Rum you can run- drink out of a martini glass at your fucking LGS. We're like rum runners. Rum runners, yeah. Except we're delivering what is it? Crushed up halos? Is that what that? Crushed up halo. We're delivering <laughs> throat chops. Yeah, man. Bioshock the set is just full of stuff. Yeah, it's looking good so far. Hey, it's pretty cool. We'll, we'll not do a set review. Yeah, on we, it. we we won't. It's looking pretty. It's looking pretty good. And one of the basics I really really like. Oh yeah yeah but, yeah. But I'm not doing it. I took a lot of time <laughs> to switch all of my basics in Noran over, and I'm not doing it again. Well, dude, it. if you didn't want them all to match, you could still play all the basics that you love and continue the theme of your deck of having everything not look like magic cards. That's true. If you didn't want your basics to match, this is the. I think it's the one deck where they do match, and I got to keep that up. I got well, at least one. Here's the thing: let the let the nation decide a little bit, or or help you in the comments below. You let us know if if you're a basic matcher or a basic not matcher. Yeah, because I I do like foil basics. Me too. If my foil basics aren't foil, uh, I like them to match because then it looks cool. But 
I just play whatever foils I have, except for my Balthor Dectile match. There we go. Hey, see, Balthor's getting a, uh, a secret layer reprint. I did in the in the dwarf one. I want the tour brand out of that for my tour brand deck. Oh, so yep. maybe if you're getting that one, we nope, could, nope. Okay, never mind. <laughs> nope. Never did mind. did Watsy figure out how to ship it to me without it costing me ninety extra dollars? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'm not getting it. No. I'm gonna maybe get it from FusionGamingOnline.com with CCO Spring promo code to save five percent on it. If if that's what it's a solid move. If they get it and then crack it because they do that sometimes. It's a solid move. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe okay. We'll do that. Well, the secrets of Commander. We're here. We've got and and we were kind of doing the math like yesterday before the show and stuff. Like we started playing Commander in 2009, 10. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. And that puts us like around 25 years of combined Commander experience. That's a lot. That's like older than some people who listen to the show. Yeah. We've been playing Magic longer than them. Well, we've been playing Magic longer than some of the people that have been listening to the show without combining our experience. Yeah, nearly because... 50 years of Commander experience or, or Magic experience. When did you start? Uh, Stronghold. Strong, like 96 or 7? Yeah. And I was 99. There you go. That's so, yeah, over 20 years, 20, 20 whatever years. It's a lot of years. And we, this arc isn't about us claiming that we know everything. Because we certainly don't. Fucking don't. No. <laughs> People have listened to 300 at least episodes of the show. They know we don't know shit. Yes. But over the last few weeks, and it kind of came to a big old greasy head last week when we did episode 300 and gave our take on the format etc mm-hmm. where people said hey what about this or 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 i would love to hear more about that kind of stuff and and we want to give you you everybody not you but you everybody why not me well you're going to be the giver you're going to be the giver alongside me because we are collectively cco podcast okay so we Fine. want to share some of our i don't know revelations Best advices, experiences, secrets, super duper secrets, stuff that we wish we would have known earlier. That's a big one. Hey, yeah. Like, like if you could go back in time, um, within magic, what would you, what would you do? What, what, what's the first thing that you wish you would have known earlier? I'd buy the $10 black lotuses out of the binder at the dragon's den. Oh, that's a good secret. Mm -hmm. That's a good secret. That's the first thing I do. And I know that that's. Like that's Brando. what everybody would. That's do. what everybody would do. That I'll go back and buy duels and. But I think that the first thing that I would do is fucking ten dollar black lotuses. You're shitting me. No, white it, bordered. Probably yes. Yeah, and they're in the binder. Like because because the black border ones are probably fifty. Dual lands were three <laughs> or four bucks, and the like you could go to the local game store and open like their two binders. Yeah, there was like the binder with all of the like things that were. I don't know how they organized it, but the other binder. It, it wasn't. It was I remember. A, it was a two-inch binder that just had stuff, duels and power nine and this cards. Is, that are this with... is before they got robbed, right? Yeah. And they oh, got yeah. robbed and they got all the bars on the windows came. Yeah. Well, this Look is- Look at two more fucking bald eagles right there. Sick. Oh, no, those are geese. I hope that bald eagle just comes out of the sky and destroys them. Oh, man. Can you imagine the death match? Two yes. geese versus one bald eagle. That's like Canada versus America. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, oh. you used to be able to show up and buy all that crap for like, at the time, it was super expensive. Like, a magic card, 10 bucks? What the hell? Yeah. Like, that was big money back in the day. But, I mean, look at them now. But, but the real thing that I would do, the lesson that I would take, mm. is you got to go back and I would focus more on having fun and 
actually meeting the people that I'm playing with as oh. opposed to trying to like win games and knowing the people that I'm playing with. There's a subtle difference there between knowing everybody's name and actually like knowing a person and knowing how to like interact and have fun what with them. What they're about or what kind of decks they like or yeah. how to have a conversation with them, mm -hmm. I guess. Because we're conversationalists now, I think, right? Yeah. And I mean, that's way easier now because we're playing more in a casual format as opposed to before when it was like a competitive prizes on the line type situation. Yeah, like when but, we used to show up like on Thursdays and play Legacy or whatever, right? Yeah. But, or, or show up to a pre-release and try and jam games to win packs or, or whatever, right? Yeah, but I mean... Things have changed a little bit, but I still think that going back and playing in those other formats, you could certainly do all that other stuff. Like, yeah. that's how I met, like, Bryn Man, right? Like, that guy's yeah. the man. Yeah, well, and, he's in his name. Yeah, and, like, we're we're buddies because I like, we picked up on that vibe from each other. Where yep. We could be friends and have fun playing Magic with each other, and that's what we do. And You would have focused on that more. Yeah, I would have focused more on, like, the actual fun, and then I probably wouldn't have gotten burned out as hard as I did when I did, mm. or as often, because I don't... I'm a naturally not super competitive human. You, I, I don't know if anybody knows that about me, but, like, I just don't... I like cooperative board games and stuff. I don't like to compete with my friends. You like I cooperative wanna... board games, not Monopoly. Exactly. <laughs> I like to focus <laughs> on having Monopoly. fun when I'm together with my friends, not trying to figure out ways of like actively sewering them so that I can win nothing or very little. So I think that, I mean, if I had focused more on just having a good time with people that I was playing with, I think I would have had a better time in general over my early years of playing Magic. Well, that's a pretty good answer, I guess. Do you think that Commander helps that? Absolutely. It does. It yeah. does. I mean, <laughs> just the fact that there's nothing on the line when you're playing. Yeah. Like there's Even no if you're playing CEDH, right? Because it's like it's not like people are playing CEDH to win money. Maybe yeah. they are somewhere. But yeah, I mean, maybe like maybe people throw in a couple of bucks to like they're like they're gambling, that they're playing poker together or something. But I mean, for by and large, winning doesn't get you any more than losing. Yeah, aside it doesn't. from the fact that you won won the game, right? No. Like you yeah. come home and it's like, did you have fun? Yes. Did you, you know win? What? Nah. Did you still had fun? Yeah. In some commander circles. Uh, and and maybe we'll we'll get to this topic throughout the arc somewhere probably, but in some commander circles, I've talked to people and and heard on other content and and read that like people sometimes almost or do feel guilty when they win because because it isn't about winning to them. So if they win, it's like this thing that shouldn't happen to them because it's it isn't what they prioritize, right? It's like. It's like somebody giving you a lottery ticket for Christmas, like in your stocking, and then you winning and you being like, oh, shucks, I didn't want to win because not winning is more fun. It's like, I don't know. Winning still feels good yeah, or, winning or, or it cool. should feel good as long as you're not, like Brando said, I guess trying to sewer somebody yeah. or get one of those cheeky wins, right? Like you do nothing all game and then you fucking tutor for your tainted strike. Here, I feel, I feel called out. Well, no, no. You know what? <laughs> I... I I was actually calling out myself to say that in my Lord of Tressorhorn deck, the deck that you've accused in the past of being better than what I say it is. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I thought, okay, well, 10 power commander, two or three sources of infect in the deck, Chandra's Ignition, win the game. Yep. And I play Demonic Tutor. Boom. So it's like, if I have my commander, which I always do, yep. and one of those cards, then I just get any of the other cards that I need with Demonic Tutor. So you know what I did? Cut it. 
<laughs> cut the detoots and it was mint man it was pristine like no brown no flex on the edges the back oh, looked good shit. You not, should... not very centered but it's a nice looking detoots are you like, gonna paint it and sell it on thursday on our facebook page with the rest of your altars could have felt like it but i'm gonna keep that one though that's, that's a really good one that's a good one and um i cut it and i put in the the new black dragon junji when it dies, lose two life, discard two cards. I pictured Eben Death or whatever his name was from, from the Forgotten Realms. Oh, yeah, no, not that, him. That's still the new set to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. There's been nothing since then. Everything else has just been, yeah. Okay, so we're we're on the arc of the Secrets of Commander. Secrets of Commander. The first secret, I guess, is spend time or, or prioritize getting to know the people you play with. Do you do this at, um, do you do this at big events? Like, we're going to an event at the end of the month. We hope to see everybody who's local there. We're, we're hopefully going to ho- hook up with the uh, Spike Feeder guys. Oh, that'll be fun. Jam some games there. They're coming from Winterpeg, uh, Manitoba, as they say. <laughs> and uh, we're going to play some games and have some fun. And, and do, you, do you do that thing when you meet people out in the wild? I try to. I, 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 run, a, I run a delicate balance when I go to events because I want to, like, I have a proclivity to want to play with people that I know who are my friends. Yeah. Well, yeah, you have a but, bias towards sitting down with people that you know you're going to have a good time with. Yeah, but I also want to, like, meet new people, thereby making new friends. And I find that a lot of the time what happens is I'll play a few pods and I'll meet a couple of new people. And then as the weekend goes on, I just end up playing with, like, those guys lots and lots. Yeah. Right? Because I've made some new friends and some new homies and we have a good time. And so I'll end up sitting down in a pod on day three with two people that I met the weekend and then yeah. some other random. and Instead of yeah. going out and finding all new randoms. Yeah, and then which, when I leave. Which, which we actually have a vested interest in doing yeah. because we want people to discover Commander Cookout and yeah. say, hey, like I do Commander Cookout. I want to go play with three people who don't know what it is so I can tell them about it. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's like we're doing the opposite because socially that's what's comfortable, I guess, right? Yeah. Well. And, and you know, super fun. I like making new friends, and I like playing with people that I know, and I like meeting new people so that I know them. So, yes, I, I do do that. A little bit differently at, at these smaller events, because typically we'll go with, like, a big crew, and when there's nobody to play with, we just play with our friends. Yeah, and that's what we do at our LGS, which I kind of want to move to. Okay. Kind of want to move to, and we're getting, we're getting back into that territory of... We don't know everything. No. And and our No. This this is what I wanna kind of parse out first. The main topic of the day? Sort of. We're not quite there. I gotta I gotta we gotta develop that still a little bit. Oh my god. Well It's like we're in college and we're developing our thesis. Yeah, the thesis of commander. Man, I hated writing theses. The thesis of commander. Maybe maybe that's an idea for the thumbnail, Joe. You put some kind of graduation hats on us or something. I don't know. He's he's always clever like that. Good job, Joe. When I went to my graduation (laughs) from university, I put my little tassel over the front of my cap so it hung in front of my face. I was like... When I walked across the stage, I I shook hands with like the dean of the university while blowing the tassel on my graduation hat out of oh, my face. Oh man, you're blowing the dean. <laughs> well, that's the only way you graduated. <laughs> hey man, after all the time I spent in university, it was it was that or he should have blown you with all the money he took I, from you, <laughs> right? Oh, oh man, I'm man, crack myself up. Ooh. Oh, you're de- derailing my topic. No, I have no. Th- this is big news for for me. Oh. Um, not big enough to m- mention at the top of the show, though. Hey? By the end of 2022, huh? this year, 
there is a very high possibility that I, Brando, will pay off my student loan. What? That I thought I was going to be paying until I was literally dead. That's so pretty th- cool. That's really big news. And I'm sure there's people out there that have done that and they know how good it feels. And there's people out there that are working on it. And so you know you're going to get there because if I could pay off the huge amount of money that I ended up owing for my education, so can you. Ah, inspirational cookout podcast. We can add an I in there. We don't even need a C. <laughs> Man, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so Think of all the extra cash you'll just have laying around. You'll be fucking swimming in it like Scrooge. Ooh. Ah, maybe no, not. Maybe no, not that much. No, but. probably not that much. But you could I buy mean, yourself a couple beer every now and then. That'd be fun. Instead of stealing them from the radio station. <laughs> <laughs> not that we've ever done that today. We did that today. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. Um, okay, we got to develop okay. this this thought that I have. Thesis time. Yeah. Is our experience not Ryan and Brando from Commander Cookout podcast, but Ryan and Brando a couple dudes that play Magic at their local game store and get out to events? A couple times of year. Is our experience a typical one as Magic players when we show up to the LGS and play? I'll paint the picture for the people who are unfamiliar because they're not Saskatoon locals. We show up to our LGS. It's at the mall. So we have access to like a dollar store and a grocery store. Like anybody wants snacks or food, though we don't share anymore because you know the whole thing. Yeah. And then after we go to the bar in the mall and have some beer or nachos. Yeah. Um, which there we do share because me and Aiden, we sit beside each other and eat out of the same nacho bowl. Yes. <laughs> that's a thing that still happens. That four pods, there's anywhere between 12 and 20 people usually. Yeah. Closer to usually 20. I was number 17 yesterday. Yeah, like we're closer to 20 now than 12, which is really cool. And there's lots of new people coming in. Like we've had a new face every week for the last three or four weeks, which is really great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dave Wong came. Yeah. If he didn't come, though, I would have been number 16 and wouldn't have had to have sat out. Man, you know what Dave Wong played? And if Dave, I don't know if Dave Wong watches probably some the show garbage anymore. stuff because he's not familiar with the culture of Commander. Thieves auction, thieves auction. I couldn't believe it. I was sitting there, I was like, and I was trying not to smile or Are laugh. Are you the or same going, Dave Wong that like went to the pro tour and shit? Yeah, it is. <laughs> same Dave same Wong. Guy. Man, love it. Painted that Teferi's yes, uh, yes. Sam Jackson painting that we have hanging up in Studio CCO. You'll see that on CCO's top five and five coming up right away. Yep. Uh, totally cool guy. Played a thieves auction. What a dink. Yeah. Well, okay. Back to the question. Yeah. Is is our experience a typical one? It better be. I don't know what that means. Well, it should be. <laughs> if if our experience, oh, oh, which I is super good yeah. and fun and casual and everybody has fun 297% of the time, like I say, I think that should be the typical experience of everybody that shows up to play Commander in LGS. Or why are you doing it? If you're not having a good time playing this format... Why are you doing it? Because there's nothing on the line. You're not Mm. making points. You're not winning packs. You're not winning money. You're not raising your internet clout. So if you're not, if you're showing up and you're miserable. I suppose if you're a CEDH content creator, you might be raising your internet clout. Maybe. (laughs) But usually the internet clout is with regards to how well your show is produced. (laughs) But if like. That's a subtle dig. I'm trying to think of a, of a CEDH person that I know that I like and I can. Well, Jim LePage. Jim LePage. If Jim LePage showed up to a random EDH night at some game store and just pub stomped everybody, he wouldn't go on the internet and brag about it. Well, he might. Yeah, the page might. 
It's, we, it's funny because it's like he's the last guy that would actually yeah. do that. Let's pretend Jim LePage is a good guy for just a second and wouldn't, okay, yeah. and wouldn't brag about it. Yeah, so if, why if are you we, doing if it? If we say that he's a good guy, Joel just edited it out. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. so why is he doing it, right? Like why do you just show up and like wreck up some people's – you know what I mean? Like there's some kind of like – there's something going on there that just isn't cool where you're yeah, going to show up to ruin you, other people's You fun. know what? And uh, we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. The 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 guy that plays mono blue control because he wants to be the boss and in control because maybe there's other outside of magic factors in his life that he can't control. Sure. So he wants to have this kind of domineering kind of personality within the game. This is my merfolk tribal deck. It also has 37 counterspells. And one merfolk, and it's the commander that lets me flash back counterspells. Yes. Yes. Or something like that. Yeah. So, the goal, having fun every time. And if you're not having fun, why? I think that's the first, like, secret. That's the first thing that you have to identify is is, uh, how do, I guess... Instead of asking, why am I not having fun? Why is this is not fun? Why is my LGS not in the ideal state? Instead, the secret that you need to unlock is, is how do I move it in that direction? D- don't focus on the, the negative space where why am I not getting this thing? Mm-hmm. Focus on the positive thing of, of how you can affect change is, is, is all the time more effective in learning, in coaching, in teaching, in developing, in management. Focus on the positive. Yes. Where you say, what things do I need to do or what things can I do to move towards ideal? And positive doesn't always mean like adding something or thinking everything is great all the time. Positive means you're going to make an addition to the culture or whatever you're doing in order to make it better. Yes. What can you contribute to make what you want to happen happen. Yeah, that's that's the thing, right? When people think, when I say something like that, oh, I just need to like smile all the time and pretend it's okay because like misery loves company, so posi- positivity must love company. No, no, it doesn't work like that. Positivity that doesn't like company like misery does. No. Because you can be in a good mood and that doesn't always wear off or translate onto other people like being a dick does yeah make other people feel like they want to be a dick too because they get pissed off that you're being a dick yeah. on them karate chopping their throat with your yeah. dick it's way easier <laughs> to make everybody miserable than it is to make everybody happy yeah that sucks yes but that's that's not it what we're talking about doesn't matter the, the point is is being happy all the time doesn't translate like being mad all the time so yeah. what can you contribute besides like being happy and being a nice person and being positive yeah. you can still roll in and be upbeat you know we, yeah and and we've touched on it before Probably a little bit. I know I've touched on it on Commander Ad Populum. The, 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 some of the right things to do, I think, are walk in and if somebody says hi to you, like take time to go over to their table and look at their board state and listen to what's going on. Or if, if they're talking to you, like give them the time of day. Don't just say, hey, what's up? And then go to the table that you want to go to. Like yeah. spend time to to connect with people. I think that relates to your first secret that you wish you knew. Yeah. Is is actually spend time to to be with people. Right? And make those connections too, right? Like maybe like you and Aiden are sitting in a three pod right getting ready to start. And yeah. there's another three pod with a bunch of dudes that I've never played with. Like maybe sit with the three people you haven't played with, especially in your local group, because if the game isn't what you're looking for or if you don't feel like you're jiving, it's not like you can't finish the game pick up your shit and go over there 
yeah. to play with your, your, your regular friends homies, you know yeah. or whatever, right? Like all those things are possible. Once your ass is in a chair, that doesn't mean that it has to remain there forever. But there is a possibility that if you plant yourself there, you could have a great time. Oh, I got a secret. Tell me. It's my first secret I wish I knew earlier. Oh, dang. This is, a, this is my secret. Mm-hmm. And and this was this was a mighty revelation for me. Okay. Um, everybody knows that I think that Commander games are fleeting, right? Mm-hmm. So if you have a bad game, it's one game and it's fleeting and it'll be over. Yeah. It's or like- you could just scoop and leave. It's It can be over whenever you want it to be. Yeah. And, and you should treat it as such if it's bad. Yeah. And if it's good, remember, it's fleeting. So savor it and, and cherish yeah. the memory and the story that is that game because it's fun. So that you, doesn't mean prolong the game by doing slow roll no, bullshit. No, 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 no. And it doesn't mean always scoop when you're having a bad game. That's, yes. not, that's not what we're saying. <laughs> yeah. The revelation is, is I wish I would have realized earlier that... I can sit down and probably the chance is better that I do have a fun game with strangers as opposed to sitting down with a bunch of guys that I already know. If I w- if I would have just realized and accepted and and have been had been brave enough to sit down with strangers and say let's play because I want to have a new experience with a people and decks and players and people that I haven't ever played with before and have a good time, probably, I would have expanded our community sooner. Sooner. And it would have been bigger and I would have met more people at events and I would have had more fun and learned uh, more people's names in the commander area at at Magic Fest if I was just brave enough to sit down with people that I didn't know and expect that Probably I'm gonna have a good game. Yeah, I wish I would have known that earlier because then I wouldn't have had to play with fucking Brandel so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's a thing. We rarely play at events and dude, we stuff together. Like it's how it's many rare. times? How many times do we play at what do we call it? Magic Fest Vegas in November. Like it was Channel Fireball Vegas in yeah, November, like a few months ago. Two. I'll, I don't even know I'll, if we played I'll, twice. I'll bet you there was two. Zero times at CCO Penthouse, and I'm going to say two. I can think of one for sure, what? and I'll bet you there was another one. I'll, I'll, like just, it's, It was three days. We had to have had two games together. We had to have. And how many games? You think 20 games? Probably played 20 games? Probably, well, I probably played more than that, but yeah. I played probably two or three each night at the Penthouse, which translates to six to nine games just at the house at night. Yeah. And then, yeah, probably... It's never as many games as you think it's going to be, right? Like everybody's yeah. bringing like, here's the next secret. When you go to events, <laughs> yeah. don't bring all your decks. Don't bring your fucking DeWalt toolcase yeah, you, full of decks. You're only going to play like yeah. four games in a day. You only need three decks. Yeah. Man, I brought two decks to events, events before. Like sometimes even at F&Ms and shit, I bring two decks. like wow. Like a jank ass shitty deck and then like, like a well constructed and tuned and tested deck. Yeah. Like a good deck and a bad deck. Yeah. Two I, decks? I've been theming all the time. Theming? Like I did mono red one week. Yeah. And then uh, this week I did anything that I put something new in, including sleeves. So anything that got kind of an upgrade, <laughs> I brought. And then Something ne- old, something new, something borrowed, something brand old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then next week I'm going to do um, Nora and the Wary and my five color decks. So That's I'm going to play. That's not a theme. I'm going to play some bad games next week. Man. 
Can we play bad five color against each other? What what five color decks you got? I have well slivers isn't this bad. Is bad. That's 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 quite good. But then I have uh, mutate tribal and uh, everything tribal. In, uh, so I have a cro- or Corona and oh, dude, you I gotta, think it's Rainbow's Dragon Engine. You mutate. have to jam that against five color crabs. Why well, wouldn't that just make your five color crabs just so much better? Yes, <laughs> that's the point. They need all the help they can get. <laughs> Man, everybody at LGS now. Hey, is that crab deck? Is that you playing crabs? I don't come see you play crabs. No. Man, is it getting itchy in here or what? <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm not playing crabs. I'm playing whatever. Oh, okay. Well. well See you later. Yeah, I'll see you again, <laughs> jerk. <laughs> okay, so that was that was kind of my my two secrets is don't bring all your decks and be brave enough to have have games with others. The being brave is really important because like expanding your horizons is always important, and it's okay to not get along with everybody, but maybe it's important that you give people a chance to get along with them because you never know where you're gonna find your next like best friend in the world, right? You never know. No. Yep. And also the the no the don't bring your whole deck, your whole collection of decks thing. That is, was just a joke. The, well, it's, it's serious. It's, it's, I'm, I'm serious. Don't but. do it, but it's <laughs> like it it makes sense like fiscally if you lose something. Mm. Sure. It's also it, you don't leave yourself in a position where you feel like, "Oh, I didn't get to play all these decks." Like, uh-huh. right? And I that's a real thing where it's like, oh, man, I didn't get near as many reps in with these decks as I wanted to. Or, oh, I really wish I had it done. Just bring, bring less decks and then you can play the shit out of the ones you have, right? Yeah. I remember, I remember I was talking one time with, with Lara and F.U. Joel. Man, we haven't said that in a long time, eh? Yeah. Uh, F.U. Lara, too. Yeah. And uh, we were saying, like, why do you build, why do you build bad or, – or, or why do you build good decks, tune them, optimize them, and then – Play them, play, play them like a scrub, right? Because yeah. they're too good. Play them like a scrub. Yeah. Once you power down your decks and play thematic things or cards that you want to play, uh, bad tribes like crabs, yeah. and try to pilot them like a professional to try and win, right? That yeah. was that was that was a revelation. That's a minor secret. That's yeah. like asterisk secret. But back yeah. to the question: yeah. How do we how do we move our or how do you move your local game store towards? What is ideal? Reaching out to other people, treating people like people. I, I guess that's the golden rule we always talk about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, on our most recent top five and five, it was the solo one that I did. That Chris Von Doom helped me with. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them, I think number three was was throw the preconceived notions out the window. Somebody sits down, they're playing Corvald or Chulain or Urza or whatever. Don't just assume that it's going to be that deck, right? And they they give you their rule zero spiel because when they sit down and you ask them, because it's your fucking responsibility to say, hey, like, I don't know if Urza is going to be right for this pod. Uh, Can you tell me about the deck a little bit? Is it slower? Is there a theme? Is it not that deck, is it? And they say, no, it's Urza gumball like Lenny's or it's like Urza crab tribal (laughs) because you could do that. Urza petitioners. Urza petitioners. Hey, that's a good one. Or or Probably wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> you shut your mouth. Okay? One of my favorite tribe. Uh, anyways, y- it's it's on you. But throw those preconceived notions out the window and just again be brave enough to expect to have a good time once you've front loaded a little bit of the work with some rule zeroing and just. Build that kind of discussion and and what do you call it? I don't want to call it camaraderie, but that little bit of homework, I guess, 
into the culture of your local meta. So everybody kind of gets on the same page. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Like I, I'm guilty two nights ago at FNM, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Thursday night magic that we call FNM. EDH and M. EDH and M. I asked the guy, asked the guy I was playing with, I seen that it was a Damia deck and I knew it's a lands kind of landfally like extra landfall deck. Mm -hmm. I'm like, is it fast? Like, do you play lots of fast mana? He goes, no fast mana, but I play like burgeoning and exploration and uh, Tatiova and all the stuff, right? A mm -hmm. AC and land draw card, essentially. Saltai sure. deck, right? Yeah. And I go, okay, well, that sounds pretty powerful. I don't know. Like, I'm playing Lord of Tressorhorn after I made it worse. <laughs> Aiden's playing some new monstrosity that he's trying to win with clue tokens. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Right? And, uh, and then new Jesse's playing like, like an upgraded precon. And I'm like, I don't know, man. He goes, oh no, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Cause it's like, it's slow, but when it gets rolling, I do powerful stuff. I ask him about extra turns cause Damia extra turns is like a thing. Mm -hmm. And he goes, no, no, no extra turns. So I, so I'm guilty. I did the front end homework, and then I said, "Ah, uh, okay. You know what? Just jam it. Just jam it. I'll try to attack you or whatever. Right? It's fine." Uh -huh. And I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have because he ended up winning that game like so handily because his deck was so much more powerful. And that's just part of a being brave enough to sit down with people you don't know, and b doing the homework to to build that culture. Yeah. It's always about the culture that we talk about that I bring up, right? Yeah. And and I wish that more people just were into talking about it. I don't know. Maybe they're into listening about it. Maybe. Maybe more people should do it. And Maybe they do do it in CCO Nation. That's why we all get along so good. Probably. Because we're all of we're all of like minds. We all <laughs> we all do the thing that I always suggest in all aspects of life, and this this is a good CCO life lesson. Oh, is yeah? You should always be the change you want to see. Yes. If there's something that you disagree with or something that you wish would happen if you do it you will attract people that also do it yep. or it will encourage people to do it it's like leading by example it's important and you can do that like if you're a parent or if you're an older sibling or teacher coach yeah anytime community leader you can be an inspiration to people just by being a good human and that doesn't mean like it doesn't mean it's You're, all on your you, shoulders where you have to inspire everybody to do this right stuff. But if you just show up with your shit and have a good time with people and don't be a dick and are honest and upfront about what you're going to do in your games and then demonstrate that you're doing that, people will look over and say, man, those guys are laughing and having fun. I want to I want a part of that. I want to be I want to go and play with those guys because they look like they're having a fun time. Yeah. And then they do. And then the people that you were playing with go out and they do what you guys were doing previously. They've, and it spreads, right? You. That person who wants to come in and play with the people that are having fun has found, identified through the help of community leaders that have fun, this new person has found a way to have fun. Yeah. So they try to replicate that. <laughs> they, they got a finger for a minute. You'd see that if you're watching on YouTube. Yes. They found a way to have fun yep. and they try to replicate that when they go out and, and play with other people. Mm -hmm. And that is what Brando means by inspiring people and being what I say by by saying community leader. Yeah. It doesn't, when you say inspire, what you don't mean, I think, is your motto is like one of those inspirational posters, yeah, right? Like whether you 
the every shot you you can't fucking make every, a shot you don't take or yeah. if you shoot for the moon you'll still land among the stars no it's like none of that yeah. it's like go and also if you shoot for the moon and you miss you're lost in space yes and nobody <laughs> wants that the stars are really far away you're not going to make it yes i like i like uh whether you think you can or you can't you're right what the fuck? What? No, that's not what we're talking about. I like the one with the cat where it just says, hang in there, baby, because that one actually makes sense because the cat has to hang on or it's going to fall out of a tree. Hang in there. Mm-hmm. Hang in there. Your LDS will get better. That's right. <laughs> and if it doesn't, feel free to find yourself another place to play. Well, you know what? I think I think for lots of people, that's worst case scenario. Yeah, absolutely. It because is. There, is, there isn't another place yeah. or or there isn't other people. They live kind of more remotely. Like that's not always an option. So it's good that you brought that up because I wanted to talk about and and I don't know if you get this lots in your DMs or you see this on Twitter, but it's uh, it, it happened the other day. And it was, well, everybody in that game was targeting me. And it's like, what do I do? I'm 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 the only one in my magic community, LGS, playgroup, whatever, that like is really into the game. Uh I'm the only one that listens to content. I'm the only one that tries to build good decks. But then all I, I just get gangbanged. And it's like, okay, well build less decks, less good decks. Well, I did. They they still they still attack me. Build even less good decks yeah. and get used to losing. We've talked about this before, yeah. right? But Ryan, I want to play Ryan and Brando. I want to play powerful magic. It's not fun for me to play fucking stupid crabs and crawworms. Well, you got a way. You got a way. Wanting to win and having fun. This is like a three-way scale yeah. and losing. Yeah. Because losing is good is is what's going to move you away from always getting targeted. We were talking about this when we were having a drink the other day. Yep. Yesterday. Yesterday? Mm-hmm. Thursday. Thursday. After EDH and him. That's right. I say, how often is it that I sit down and Aiden's this way too? I sit down and I'm playing the worst deck in the room. Like I don't think it's close that Crab Tribal is the worst deck at our LGS. Probably is. I don't. I don't know. It's pretty fucking bad, dude. Yeah. It's pretty bad. But I try my hardest. I do the best job I can to play the shit out of it, mm-hmm. and that so much so that when I miss rule zero conversations, <laughs> people say, "Oh yeah, Ryan will be fine with that." Because, man, if Crab Tribal could sneak out a win against the Stacks deck, Ooh. fuck, man, that is so much better than playing higher powered Magic to try and muscle my way into a win. I'd so much rather think my way and politic my way into a win. And I think that kind of attitude is important for building a culture, a culture where it's okay to lose when everybody socially is more knitted together. Yeah. Is so much better than trying to muscle out wins and because you want to play powerful magic. Yeah, not every underpowered deck is craw worms and crabs. No. Right? Like No, like and your deck doesn't have to be constructed bad. And we've talked about this yeah. before too. I don't want to get I keep saying like we've talked about this before, but we've never kind of connected all the ideas at once. Yeah. Like crabs, Lord of Tressorhorn, good decks. Yeah. The right number of lands, ramp, card draw, removal. They got all the stuff, right? 
but the strategy that I'm imploring or, or utilizing is just not a very powerful one. Yeah. Right? Um, chrome shell, no, chrome shell crab's good. Um, Fiddler crab. King crab. <laughs> King crab, there's one. King crab, not as powerful as Avenger of Zendikar. Go figure that, hey? Wow. And you know what? I have to be fine with that because, A, I love meme decks, but B, <laughs> Uh, I'm okay with losing, and I think losing promotes culture. Yeah. When, when you when you want to help influence the culture, when you want to be a leader, when you want to influence change, when you want to be the change you want to see, losing is okay because uh, I don't need to be the best magic player at my LGS. Do you need to be the best? Well, I'm certainly not. <laughs> so, no. If I if no. I if I needed to be, I'd be in trouble because I am I am not. I'm good, but I'm not the best by any stretch. There are several people who are better at magic than me, both in the world and at the store. Oh man, well, you know what? That, I wonder what 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 does being the best at EDH mean? Like, I don't know. Are you the best player? If you're the best, like, do you know the most rules about magic? I don't even know what it would be. Do you are yeah, you the best? Thing. Are you the best deck builder? That's a com that's a comments thing. What makes you the best magic player? Ooh, the be are you the best politicizer politician? Yes, like yes, I am. Do Do you have to be those things in combination to be the best magic player? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, you do. You can't like, be the best, the best at one thing to be is, the best okay, at the thing. Is the best magic player like the jack of all trades between deck construction, technical play, and Politicking are those the three things that you need to be good at to be cons in the running for the best? Yes. Is there anything else? What do you think? This is off the fly. We didn't even plan to talk about this. Hmm. What else could there be? Okay. Man, that guy's the best. That guy's the best. He okay. That guy builds really fucking cool decks or or good decks. That guy builds powerful decks. That's kind of hard because I would argue in, in some metas, powerful decks are just like that guy has all the best cards, so he's the yeah. best player. Yeah, that guy has the most money, so he's. Because lots of people, like, nobody in our LGS proxies. There's a couple. There's a couple, but, every, I, I, like, I, there are a couple. Yeah, there's a couple of, like, I own a cradle, but I don't like to bring it around. Most guys. people I talk to say, five bucks is my limit. Like, I just don't play with cards that are more expensive than that. And I think, I wonder why they don't, like, do they know what proxies are? <laughs> right? Like, do they just not want to ask? Yeah. I mean... Technically, at our LGS, you're not allowed to use proxies because it's, it's a sanctioned event. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. Right? And while, like... I don't ever say nothing. Yeah, I... <laughs> unless I start seeing people going, like, Cradle Sarah's Sanctum into, like, Mana Crypt, Mana Vault, Wheel of Fortune. Yogmas Wheel. Exactly. Then I'm like, okay, you're going to have to produce some of those cards for me, <laughs> bud. Cause... Yeah, because this is casual magic. Yeah, like, like, I'm playing Crawl Worms. I'm playing Seven Dwarf Tribal. I feel like... <laughs> Okay, back to the question. Yes. Deck construction. That guy builds really strong, good, interesting, cool, unique decks. That make you good? I suppose it does. Yeah. Because you, you, you at least have the know-how to use something other than EDHREC.com. Yeah. And some creativity. Uh, okay. Uh, technical prowess. Knowledge of the rules, I guess. Yeah, you're good at playing stuff, yeah. Yeah, and like knowing how to sequence your turns and, and just technical good magic stuff. Yeah. And then you got to politic. Got to yeah. make sure that, you know, if you have a bad turn, you got to like make up for it by getting you to fucking attack somebody else. Yeah, and turn it into a good turn. Turn it into a good turn. Yeah, like virtual life gain, virtual card draw. Yeah. Right? When you make other people do shit yeah. that. 
get somebody else else alpha struck instead of you. Yeah, Very yeah, important. yeah. You burn your removal spell on Aiden's creature, thereby, and me telling you to do it yeah. is me removing Aiden's creature, but not spending mana or card to do it. Yeah. It's virtual card draw, virtual and, removal, and getting a removal card out of somebody else's hand. Virtual discard. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that Super makes good. you. That's you got to do that to be yeah. good at magic, don't yeah. you? And then I think that I mean other aspects of it are probably like how social are you? Like you go in and like sit down and like chat with people you just go in and like with your hat pulled over your face and you flick your cards all the time and your yeah. reputation comes because people look at you playing as opposed to you being an, an interesting and yeah. fun player is that is that is that a sub of of politics or no, is that I, is that i that think seems a little bit meta i think that's its own thing because that's a, it's a universal thing that's a, a that's a person thing right? that's a universal thing it doesn't mean if you're not as social because some people are a little bit awkward or quiet that's fine but yeah. I mean, I think that if you're going to be like this legendary magic player that walks in and everybody goes, oh, my God, they're here. I think, <laughs> you know, I think part of that, there's Just a so Western music, a tumbleweed blows by. Exactly. There's, here. there's a social aspect that has to be considered and involved in that. And it, it means you got to be able to get along with everybody and you got to be able to like, maybe you help out other players. Maybe, you're, you know what I mean? Like there's a. Uh, I don't want to say you have to be the heart of your community, but like you got to be some kind of an organ. You got to be helping out in some yeah, way. You got to be like where, the spleen or something. Yeah, you got to. You got to be a leader. You got to be contributing to, in some way oh, to the yeah. general. Oh, that's such a better word. A contributor. Yeah. Fuck, that's a better word. Why weren't we using that word the whole time? Oh, I don't know. Man. Because sometimes we talk off the cuff, and that's when our best shit happens. Man, I got to pay you the big bucks. Yeah. You got to be a contributor, and then it doesn't sound like we're we're, we're just. The smartest guys, because again, we don't know everything. We're, we're just not. saying this is what works for us, and we think it's pretty damn good. Yeah, because we contribute. Yeah. Hey, that's pretty hey, good. Let me hit you with a super secret thing. Oh, this is super is secret. This, is this the next commander secret? If you want to make your EDH and M real good, oh yeah. If you have a play group that you play with, not at the the thing. Yes, we do. We have a we have a great play group of of good humans. The CCO dude bros. Yeah. Convince them to go with you, and then don't all play together. Because then you've you've yeah. seeded all of the pods with people that already get along. So there's like a sort of a comfort level going where if somebody wants to come in, it's not like three people who know each other really well and you're the stranger. It's like one or two people maybe sitting next to each other but not in the same pod. And there's that kind of relaxed feel. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know that there's going to be like a good player kind of around and they'll help out newer people if they're coming in. And you just you have that knowledge that you're helping out the community by bringing yours into the greater whole. You know what happens lots? I get asked about rulings at Magic all, all the time. The time. You, hey, Ryan, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> all the time, right? Yeah. You know what I do sometimes? Uh, because I know that Brando is a contributor and, and wants to be a contributor. I go over and ask Brando, hey, how the fuck does this work again? All the time. Yeah. Like, I get asked all the time, but sometimes when I got to ask, I, I go, hey, I'm having a brain fart. Like, how does this work? What do, I, what do I do? Because it's something that you know about, and it's... It costs three. It costs three. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what the... Trinisphere. Oh, it costs three. <laughs> just three. Yeah. Yeah, just three. I had to explain that to some people on Thursday. It's like, no, it costs three, man. But no, it's... No, it's three. It's three. Three. Yeah. Three is the number. All of the things that you do to resolve a spell... And Three. then check if there's a Trinisphere on the battlefield. <laughs> exactly. And if there's one Trinisphere or 25 Trinispheres. Three. Three. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I yes. wasn't there, but I know that rule. Yes. Uh, yeah, like, I, I like that. Seeding people that, that 
Not that you need to like strategize when you show up. Okay, you no. sit there, you sit there, you sit there. But, but it, it helps. It really does help if you've got a big group of and and if you're somebody that we talked about earlier, where you, maybe you're a little socially awkward, you're a little more quiet, you'd be more comfortable having a friend there. Bring your friend, even if they're not. I don't really like playing it, but heck them. Bring them along. They can be your sidekick for a little while until you've made some friends, and they can go f off and do whatever else they're doing. <laughs> if they're your friend, and they like playing magic. They'll. Come out and play magic with their friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think and those are all that's good. What, And that's what, at the end of the day, all of this stuff that we've been talking about, to succinctly put it into a nutshell, you want to play magic with your friends. And in order to do that, just make people you play magic with into your friends. And it's not as easy as it sounds sometimes, but we can all do it. But you know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's the next secret. Oh, shit. It can be that easy. I didn't know Aiden from a hole in the wall. Uh, I want to say like last year, but really it was like three years ago because yeah. the stupid fucking everything. But yeah. Uh, and then I didn't see him for a year and a half. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? One of my really good friends. Yeah. And just like good enough friends to know that when he gets to my house, just come in the door. And he went to my backyard and used my back door in the middle of the winter. Yeah. Right? Like In the middle of the winter, in the middle of the night. Yes. <laughs> it scared yeah. the shit out of my kid. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's Aiden. Yeah. <laughs> and he had a cold, so he had a mask on, and he's, like, scared the shit out of my kid. And now he's like, hey, remember that time that Aiden came over? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I yes, do. Yes, I do. Yeah, and and it can be that easy because you have a common interest, Magic yeah. the Gathering, Commander. Uh, you, you both might want to be community contributors. There is that word again. Mm-hmm. To, to promote, like, a good place to play. And who knows? Maybe you you got a whole bunch of other core values in common too. Yeah. If if the corest of values, fun, friendship, community, if those line up, probably you'll have other things in common yeah. also. Maybe you both like Godzilla movies hey. or Batman. Maybe you've never seen any movie ever and yeah. that new person has seen every movie ever. And it's like the yin to the yang. You can do some of this shit. Maybe it turns into a running gag on a podcast. Who knows? The possibilities are limitless. The arc of the secrets of Commander. That was a beer burp. I don't know if the camera or the the microphone picked that up, but probably did. Excuse me. Yeah, we had a beer. Yeah. Yes. That's how we do it around here in the nation. (laughs) Yes, yes. If you're watching on YouTube, you would have probably seen the jump cut unless Joe blended it or did something editor-y. Yeah. Editory? Is that, that that's a verb? Edit, editorial? Editorial? Is that? Uh, I don't know. That's a good uh, editory. verb. Yeah, whatever. Editory. That's not the point. It's not the point. Not all the episodes are going to be like today's episode. We know that some people tune into CCO for um, deck techs. Yep. Because not all content creators do deck techs anymore. They think it's a little bit low bro. What? I don't know. It's a thing. You're stupid. Some people tune into CCO because of a clickbait thumbnail. Thank you, oh. Joe or Tyler. Yeah, we're going to have some of those. Yeah, yeah. definitely going to have some of those, mm-hmm. and we're going to get you good. Man, last week's was so good where people could finally see our abs. Yes, and that- the week before, white deck that does everything. Yep. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm just throwing it out there. There was a lot of people that thought that was just the the cover of the movie 300 with our heads put on. T- that's not, that's real, that is, that was a picture of us. That was our Halloween costumes from this year. Yes. That's us at a Halloween party, really for real. Yeah. So, I yeah. 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 And you should have seen all the moms. Oh yeah, there's we very have like excited. I got a, like a community Halloween party that we do every year. Yep. Man, the moms, I'm telling you. 
Yeah, they were they were very thirsty. Yes. And then we brought them drinks, and they were very thankful. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I came closer to them. That's right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I zested a lime for one. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really real. That's a real thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Neat. Mm-hmm. The well, point is clickbait thumbnails. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And not all the episodes are going to be like this. We've got some some ideas to... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it again. I'm going to say that these episodes are for, like, these are like a CCO community contribution. Mm-hmm. Community contribution cookout podcast. Holy shit. Mother ass. C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-O. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we're, I don't know, are we going to have to, like, also take a break to talk about gangsta shit? Oh, we might. Maybe, maybe, maybe we can gangster shit in there. I don't know where all that kind of ends. Brass knucks so. and karate chopping throats and stuff. Yeah. I think you got to do that in gangs, don't they? Uh, karate chop throats? No, that's more like that's like a like a triad thing, I think. Oh, yeah. This is like more mob. I, I thought that was all machine guns and katanas and like street a, bikes. And flaming motorcycles? No, nah, that's, I don't know. You is know that what? Ghost Rider now we're talking about? Flaming motorcycles? No, that was his head. Yeah, that was, well, his motorcycle was also on fire. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, the point, point is, we're the gonna is. we're gonna deliver more secrets to you in depth, and we're gonna try and make your help you make your community, your experience, and all of the games that you play a little bit better by giving you some of the experience that we and other members of the nation who are contributing on our Discord. One of the benefits of going to Patreon.com/slash/CCOPodcast, you can contribute to maybe what we're gonna talk about. We're gonna answer some of the questions that we get all the time as to how do we have so much fun everywhere we go. A preview, um, a preview, my liege. Yeah. Preview. We've got an episode planned of just the best CCO stories. Oh, yeah. Right? And And that's going to be a feel-good-ass episode. And they're not all all about us being drunk. (laughs) Some of them maybe, but not all of them. Cannot confirm. Because there's at least one where we hadn't had anything to drink yet. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What story is that? It was from Regina. You and me were there, and Bryn... And Jesse and one random Regina guy, you know. I'm not gonna. I'm not. Oh yeah, no, yeah. We're we're just previewing. We're not spoiling. This is the preview for the spoiler. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, we've got an episode planned about um expressive deck building or interesting deck building. That seems like it fits in with CCO. It's like what we do every week. But I want to talk about my process and and how CCO dude bros and in particular a conversation that Aiden and I had the other day just about the decks that we thought would be funny to build <laughs> and and it morphed into like hey this sounds like a real deck and i want to give people kind of like the insight as to you don't just need to say hey what's good in whatever commander you can say i want to build this deck that i have this idea about so i want to talk a little bit about that and i think that learning how to express and develop ideas is a major kind of level up or unlocking point for a lot of deck builders. Yeah, and sometimes just having somebody say, hey, if you have a crazy idea, you should do it. And yeah. here's why. Might help people kind of come off the, well, I'm playing white, so I need these 10 cards, and then I'm playing blue also in the deck, so I need these 12 cards, and then I'm building an EDH deck, so I have to play these 15 cards, and then I need 37 land. Balls, so then, all of that. So now I'll pick the 20 cards that sort of fit the theme I was thinking of and you haven't even really built a deck at that point so we're going to try and get you off of that and onto the bicycle of I'm going to ride my trike around the it and I'm going to look ridiculous yeah and C-C-I-C-L? people are going to laugh and have work? fun with me absolutely man C-C-Cycle. the CC oh. cycle 
C-Cycle. It doesn't matter. The point is we're going to get all of that going for you, and it's going to be amazing. And we're going to kick all of that off on the next episode of the show. But first, we have to thank our official business, Daddy's FusionGamingOnline.com, where you can use special promo code CCOSPRING to get 5% off all the shit that you were going to buy anyway. And we are going to see you on the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! <laughs> <laughs>